Hey everybody and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph here as always with... It's Lloyd Howell, folks. You know what time it is. It's time for Feeling Well podcast the free episode free to you mm-hmm. you kind of sounded like uh to do you with sounded like buffalo bill there for a second would you would you pod me <laughs> i'd pod me pretty yeah. good uh, <laughs> and relatedly <laughs> That's all i got relatedly when yeah. you first uh entered the call uh, i recently rewatched uh the movie heat and uh, ah. you kind of reminded me of uh actor tom noonan I'm gonna look that up real quick. I do not know what Tom Noonan looks you, like. You have so a similar. I, I'm either gonna be charmed or offended. <laughs> you have like um, a similar long face and a long face. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, not a handsome man, sure. but you know, not grotesque. No, certainly a not a great actor, but certainly, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. He's like he's kind of like a fucked up old guy. Yeah, in heat. A yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's got a he's got a real weird face, a strange affect, dis, uh, unsettling. It's more a vibe than directly like the facial features or yeah. whatever. But uh, yeah. he's he's in Heat. But before that, he was in the Michael Mann joint uh, Manhunter, uh, in which mm. he played a, a Manhunter, of course, which is the first uh, adaptation of the Hannibal Lecter novels, uh, predating Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Interesting. Yes, in which Brian huh. Cox actually plays Hannibal Lecter, um, and he helps no a detective huh. track down this other killer played by Tom Noonan. So that's a bit of a, ah, okay. a, bit of a connection there. Oh. Tom Noonan. I should, I should check that also, out. Also, uh, last month when I was watching a bunch of uh, spooky movies, I watched hmm. this movie called Monster Squad, and it's like kind of a Goonies-esque um, family movie from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Where like um, Dracula, uh, trigger warning, uh, Dracula, uh, Frankenstein, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the mummy and the wolfman no. all team up ah. and like terrorize ah. suburban kids. Yeah, pretty scary. No! <laughs> That's right. Ah, God, no! <laughs> and uh, Tom Noonan, Frankenstein is kind of like... He's kind of like the Uncle Tom of monsters in that movie because he defects. <laughs> he defects to the children's side, you know. No, oh, he, like, come on. he helps the suburban oh. children. Spoiler alert: defeat the the monsters at the other monsters at the end. Um, but Tom Noonan, Tom Noonan gives a surprisingly moving portrayal of uh, of Frankenstein in that. Oh, There's a scene where gosh. he's like hanging out with the kids in their treehouse. And one of them has like a plastic Frankenstein mask, and uh, mm-hmm. Tom Noonan Frankenstein kind of takes it, and he has like this moment where he suddenly becomes angry at himself and hurt. Like, what? This is this is how fucked up I am. No, ah, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like <laughs> it's quite moving. You know, it would be uh-huh. like if someone were to like oh. hold up a phone opened to your timeline to your face. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Is that kind of a... Sure, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do... Tweets I do, yeah. bad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such bad posts. <laughs> I make posts so bad? Oh. Ah! There's a a famous line from Bride of Frankenstein in which he's, of course, uh, played most iconically by Boris Karloff, where he says, um, Mm -hmm. he says, 
I hate living like dead. And I feel like that's something <laughs> you would say. Yeah. I do hate living like dead. <laughs> TB, TBQH. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a vibe. That's a vibe right there. I'm channeling. I'm, I, I, got, I got some some Frankenstein vibes today, you know? Hey, more like Frankenstein um, if, there, if, some, if, some, crank- if some feet pics come through to the DM. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's right. That, that, uh, that sends a jolt right to my neck bolts, if you know That's what I'm saying. Right. That's right. Um, that gets yeah. your green peen nice and plump. Yeah. You know, he wasn't supposed, what if, what if to, was... he wasn't supposed to be green. Like canonically, mm. they just made him because it was obviously the original film was, uh, you know, on on black and white film stock, and something about the, uh-huh. the color green just gave him the right sort of uh, uh, pall or I whatever. See. Oh, but because it okay. it happened to be green, uh, Frankenstein has been green in color ever since. But that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I remember like in in medieval paintings, sometimes they would portray. Um, images of the deceased as having a green or blue pallor to them. Sure. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. You want to be you want to be embalmed when you die, or do you want to like be cremated or be buried or or what? What would your what would your preference be? Hmm. You know, there was a time when I thought that cremation seemed preferable uh, because of the idea of like slowly decomposing in the ground. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, I feel like cremation is not very fashionable. Like, I feel like most families mm-hmm. want to kind of, like, have the ritual of, like, the coffin and the gravesite. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's, like, the pressure. I don't like to be bothered with, like, what? You got to think. If you're cremated, you got to think of, like, a special place to spread the ashes or wherever. And yeah. it's like, look, just take my Perfect. ashes, dump them outside of a fucking Subway franchise for all I care, you know? <laughs> In fact, that would be better yeah. than like, oh, he always loved this movie theater. Like, blech, suck my yeah. dead dick, all right? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sprinkle your ashes in front of the the Nighthawk oh, in Williamsburg. God. I don't even like, I, I, oh. I don't even like that place. Yeah, it's a terrible place. Yeah. yeah, but but someone would get it wrong. They'd be like, oh, Ralph loved movies. Yeah, he oh likes, my god, he likes, yes, uh, yeah. And he loves Brooklyn, and he likes movies. So hey, whoever, yeah, the, yeah, oh, he he loved Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yes. Whoever uh, <laughs> whoever would be like in charge of of my remains, presumably someone from my family. They would, like, know mm-hmm. the real me only just enough. Like, they would know enough about me to have, like, those broad details where it's like, oh, uh, movies, uh, lives in the city, that they would pick something. Because mm-hmm. what they don't realize is that there are, and you're probably similar in a way, that there are a lot of things that are, like, very parallel to me, that are very close to me, um, mm-hmm. that, like, at a distance, like, you can look at me, and like another guy and at a distance if you're if you're an outsider be like well that's basically the same guy and really you're wrong yeah. except that uh-huh. i hate the other guy so much you know right right and, and to me no, there's I mean, a there's, world there's... of difference and the fact that <laughs> there are enough things in the center of the venn diagram only makes me hate him more one because i can understand what i perceive to be what i hate about him more insightfully Mm -hmm. and two because i see things i hate about myself reflected in him 
So they would end up like yes. the, like whatever gesture they would do or whatever place they would pick would wind up being something that would be like so embarrassing to me. You know what I mean? They're going to Ralph, they're going to play a Bo Burnham song at your funeral. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about that's it. That's good. That's that's oh, a good that's boy. a good reference. Yeah, they would be like, "Well, he was like kind yeah. of offbeat and liked weird humor." Yeah. Probably like this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. Oh man. Yeah. That's how you get a. That's how you get a Ralph Frankenstein. That's how you. Yeah, uh, that's how you get this guy back from the that's dead. That's right. But it's, can you uh, relate to that sensation, uh, or or to that? Uh, or yes, to that absolutely. Con- that predicament. You know? That conundrum. Um, right. Just the the kind of the 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 burdening of my of my my real self with the with the kind of assumed affinities that are perceived by others and then heaped upon me and in, in, in you know, and like, oh, do you do you like you must like this, this and this. I mean, have you heard about Modern Family? This this show you like movie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess uh, that's like you know, classic. I guess up. that's like classic family shit. And also like. People like you and me, um, we devote, like, so much attention to, like, curating our own taste, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of to, like, an unseemly degree. So, like, you can't really... It's like Mao said, we are not so different, you (laughs) That's right. Thank you. That's That's a bit of a callback uh, to to the Patreon episode that came out last week. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, (laughs) like, I can... Like, it wouldn't be that surprising if, like, say, not even from your family, but, like, one of your, like your like B league friends like got you like, mm-hmm. like a shirt that says like, uh, capitalism is balls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, like, like a, like a special cards against humanity. Set right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I was confronted by a, by a post that on, on, it was like a, like a, um, an e-girl I, I used to be mutuals with, who I now follow on Instagram, uh, and she she that posts you used like to be a, mutuals with. What did you do? Cross the line? No, I I, I got uh, I got banned, and then I uh, forgot to oh I see follow one of the countless one of the countless followers yeah. you lost in the great yes. in the who, great suspension. Yes, who had who had long since Your personal kind of tired of my posts and. Yes, I believe absolutely. you said to me um, at the time off mic, you said the amount of pain I'm experiencing uh-huh. right now, like per capita for one person is worse than the Holocaust. And I said, well, I did say that. I said, and, well, that's subjective. I, I, uh, I can't really, I can't really comment on that, but it seems like an overstatement. Yeah. No. And I, then I, then I insisted that you comment on it. I insisted that you agree with me and, and you said, and you said, Lloyd, even, you know, I, I I can't I can't you've gone too yeah. far this is this is this is beyond I was the like pale. Lloyd do I think I, said, I was no. like Lloyd do I think that those numbers are exaggerated yes but even if it's six <laughs> even if it's six hundred that's still not you know comparable to just having your it's still just wrong yeah, yeah. it's still it's still just not good it's still it's 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 terrible I still think it's a terrible I still thing. think that yeah. Hitler was a huge jerk and you know you can always oh. make another Twitter account. And then you got like I'm sick of that. And then guy. you got angry yeah. and and your eyes welled and you said you don't fucking understand. And then you closed out the yeah. Zoom window. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I, I I really heatedly closed out of the Zoom window. I tried to do it with some with some emphasis. Yeah, there was like kind of the know, awkward kind of belated beats my... of like whenever you you sign out of a Zoom call. You know, you had to like find you mm-hmm. had to like like have the cursor find the uh, the end meeting key. You're like yeah, come on. yeah. God. Ah, that, that freeze for then, a second like, out yeah yeah 
Yeah, and you press you press end, but that doesn't actually end it. Then you have to there's like a second window that says end meeting for all. Then you have to press that. Mm-hmm. And it just it just really takes the uh, takes the wind out of your sails because you're hoping you're to, trying to like you're like trying you're, to do the virtual equivalent of like slamming a door yeah but it just kind of exactly, just kinda, exactly yeah deflates it but even that even yes like like every everything in this in this earth is designed to take the wind out of my sails it's designed to steal my thunder mm-hmm. so so I am left this it's like it's like having a fist fight in a dream you are. You are you are constantly just 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 reminded of you, you well not even reminded you're saddled with the sense of complete impotence mm-hmm. and it is it is it is inescapable inside of the confines of 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 the world that you're that you're envisioning and it's um and it's it's honestly so fucked and I I do suffer and I do cry yeah that almost but, that uh, almost not right that now. almost sounds like a poem you know I'm a stranger in my own yeah. skin shadow boxing in a dream. My dick don't work. Mm. My Twitter is gone. Mm. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. You know what? That, that's beautiful. Move aside, Rupee Core. Yeah. There's a new. That's right. There's a new poet in town. That's right. Uh, what were you saying about the e girl? Mm. Oh, um, there was a there was a post that was like, reenchant your life. Uh, you're not going to CVS. You're going to an apothecary oh, yes, to I buy potions. You. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, and uh, and I, I was I was I was made so angry by that post. I, I think uh, you know, and it's not. Uh, yes, I saw that you. Uh, I saw that you uh, shared your your quote dunk of it to Instagram. So I was like, wow, Lloyd must be real proud. I of did. That one. Yeah, I was real proud of it. You know, and I I, I made sure to to crop my. Uh, mm-hmm my my actual twitter handle out of it so that no one no one could uh could see me yeah so that so if someone replies yes so if someone replies like wow who's responsible for this uh funnily worded trenchant insight you can go oh yeah just some guy i know like the humble like the humble little (laughs) like the humble little clark kent you are it was just like that's really the only thing that gets your dick to work yeah yeah, yeah. When I am, um, when I, when I secretly or or when I unknowingly receive accolades, yeah. because if I receive actual accolades, then I think they must be uh, gassing yes. me. When up a when a, when a gorgeous uh, befooted woman uh, sees yeah. a, a gorgeous befooted be, lass sees your <laughs> sees your anonymous <laughs> quote dunk tweet, she DMs uh-huh. you and says, "Who is responsible for this?" And you're just like, "Oh, just yeah. some." Just some brilliant social critic with a dick that definitely works very often. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you post this to your to your Instagram story. I would like if you know that if you know that guy, I'd love to suck his dick. That's that's what I'm. That's what uh, yeah. you know. But hey, that's the um, dream, right? That's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Um, that my my that my work will extend. Beyond myself, um, <laughs> into uh, into my my my, my wretched. But horrid, you're saying uh, this is someone that you manhood. you know enough, and I suppose like or are similar enough to follow on one app, and yet they are responsible yeah. for content that you. Or no, I'm sorry. She this wasn't the author well, of the tweet. But what happened when you shared? She didn't make. She didn't. Yeah, she yeah, didn't I'm make sorry. the post. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a it was a screenshot of of someone else's and. Uh, um. No, I guess did she I was, reply I to I was it? Surprised or? that uh, no, no. Um, I think she's. I think she's got me muted on on Instagram. So, so wait, uh, how is she a part of the fine. story? Oh, she shared it. 
she shared it. She brought it before me, and then oh, I, I uh, then I tore into it. I decided to make it. I decided to let it ruin my day. Is what I did, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, I decided to, to 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 share some some insight. Right, to, to, and, 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 and unless and you were for, muted, she would have doubtless seen uh, your quote dunking of the tweet. She was keen to share. Yeah. So in a way, you were right. kind of like uh, very kind of like backdoor e negging her. That's right. That's right. Which is. It's important to do even if she can't see it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because the, I mean, like like the world well, that kind of makes it even better her. because yeah. then it's like you're not exactly transparently doing it, but you know that she will see it. Do you currently have any friends that you hate? Yes, you do. Yes, present company excluded. Of course, of course. No, I do. Yeah, like do. who? Um, um, you know the one. <laughs> do I? You know the one, Ralph. Come on. Yeah, of course you do. Who? It's, uh, you, I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but you, well, can't you, you just, know the can one. Can you describe who it is? I don't know. Hate's a strong word. Oh, just, I mean, it's, I mean, hate is a strong word. So maybe, maybe it is, uh, like you can, you can feel, you can feel like flashes of hate without like having right. a, like a deep revulsion right, for right. a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just, uh, just, just, just a few, like a few stanzas of activity can like really, can really flare up my. Like, Is this someone you went to school with? Of course. Okay. Of course, I go to I, w- I go to school with all my friends. Because <laughs> um, I feel like uh, I feel like a lot. I feel like people. I was thinking about this recently. I feel like a lot of people have friends that they don't like, and uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, I won't say that that's never happened to me. But it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, phenomenon with me that always ends with no longer being friends with the person. I don't have any lasting friendships with people I don't actually like. Um, and as of yeah. right now, I don't have any of those. But people do it. Well, that's you know? good. And why and why do you think that is? Do. How does that happen? Do. Um. Well, speaking from your we own, we only experience. have so much time on this earth. We only have so much time on this earth, and like. There, there. Sometimes it is it is worth it to, um, to kind of push through the the felt uh, annoyance or revulsion that you might have towards aspects of a person's personality to continue to have access to the parts of them that you that you like. You know that that you that you you know it's good to have company. It's good to it's good to kind of have some have some connection. But this person, but they the, are they are precious few. But this person. Who you jumped to to say that you hated? Do do the good aspects yeah. really outweigh the bad? What do you really get out of the relationship, except for except for well, a nominal amount of stress? Well, that's the thing. The 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 for me, here's what I think. I like think the, it's just that what's you that? you have you. Uh, you develop a history with a person simply because of proximity and lack of any real sort of rending conflict um Mm -hmm. and for that reason just sort of a sense of obligation develops and uh and and it it would feel like too much of a thing to consciously sever the relationship so it's just kind of kept on a simmer Mm. indefinitely sure right sure um that's that's uh it's not a bad summary, you know. It's not a. 
Right, right. Just kind of like 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 familiarity plus like like never having had a had a like a like a, like a rending conflict as you say, just like a And by your same you token know, you could say isn't life too short to spend time with people you don't really like just out of niceties just out of politeness. Mm. Well, I think I think a lot of life is niceties and politeness unfortunately. I think that you know the the um, the the amount of my time or the amount of my life that can be taken up with like like deep true like friendships you know mm-hmm. that's that's kind of tough because i don't know some i think i think there are i think there are places at least in my at least in my life for kind of you know amicable but uh um, well how much what is the what is what is the what is the extent of the relationship because i mean obviously right now you're you're moved away from everyone you've you know you're not hanging out with any of your old friends just purely because you live in vermont now but back when you were living in brooklyn uh how often would you like see this person and talk to them if at all really like probably probably once or twice a month. Oh, so right? that's like, pretty like often. Fairly fairly often. Yeah. Um and how often and, and how often would they do something that made you that you disapproved of one way or another? Um well, uh hmm. Like very very rarely would it be done directly to me, but just kind of like in in my vision and like my knowledge of of their life it would be like ugh. Like just just like affectations sure. that annoy me. How often? Like, just like hard to say how often because it all kind of becomes a because it, a lot if, of it's if most, online. If most of your yeah, a lot of it is online. Like they're just kind of in Instagram stories or 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 posts or whatever. And that's something that you know that's like. What about I in can, person? Let's see. limit it to in person. These 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 Limiting these bi monthly hangs. How often each hang roughly would they do something that kinda kinda bothered you a little bit? That would be that would be much more rare. That would be every like every fourth or fifth time there would be like, ugh. Really? <laughs> and what's an example this. what's an example of something they would do? Um it, it would hmm. Well, probably like like more in the context of like a like a like a well-meaning but like ass-brained political um, virtue signaling political take yeah yeah that exactly, exactly. but in person um, they would do this just you know just in the course of having a conversation about something and uh, so they would like know, get would so like they would be, get on their soapbox even when just having like a, a one-to-one hang with you it would be like they still feel the need to perform even in this private setting. Well, I, I, I don't know if, if I would classify it as a performance because we, because we had been, we would have been talking about politics. Right. It wouldn't have just kind of like come out of the blue. Like, like it wasn't. Uh, so the content like of the take would me. bother you. Yes. Well, yes, what's like, in, what's, what's, the, a, what's, a, what's, a, what's like a sample take of theirs? Because oh, I boy. assume this is at least a relatively liberal person, so it's not like you're hanging out oh, with sure. like 
sure. a right winger or something. And if they're friends with you, remember, they're probably not the most, you know, egregious textbook lib. But like, what's an example of a, an annoying opinion they would have? You know, I think it was something like, um, like, like drawing a, like a hard distinction between, um, like, like Bush did nine eleven versus the U.S. intelligence community didn't do nine eleven, but they kind of allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's an, that's an important distinction to draw, which is ridiculous because like like effectively there's no difference between those two things. Like like whether whether or not the U.S. intelligence community like like actively conspired to do it, or if they knew it was going to happen and, and like like kind of stoked it and allowed it to happen. There's there's very little effective difference between those. Things. I wouldn't say and that's an. Like, un- I wouldn't was, say that's an unimportant distinction. But what is what is in, I, what is inspiring that in the first place, though? Like I, I wouldn't find that take to be annoying. I wouldn't find either side of that to be annoying. Um. I. Well, I, I think I think it is. Uh, like, what about that bothers you? I mean, I, I would. I just think it's wrong. I think it's, uh, I think it's, well, it's one thing to believe it doesn't matter. Um, and, and maybe I agree with that, but why does it frustrate you that specifically? Just like, like the confidence it was said with Mm -hmm. just like, and that's, and that's like a very important distinction. Is it, is it like, oh, okay. So you're saying, I think I see where you're coming from. Cause like if it, if it was like a conversation where it's like, uh, kind of soberly trying to get down to the facts. It's like, well, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I certainly would be interested to, uh, in the to know whether, um, you know, George W. Bush was like, say, let's do nine eleven instead of like, you know, some combination of like <laughs> of like uh, ignorance and uh, hey, maybe if we if we fund this or bomb over here, there'll be some kind of retaliation, perhaps not not anticipating on the scale of what 9-11 would actually be, but something, which is, of course, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a, 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 a heinous crime and, uh, and heinously irresponsible, but not exactly the same thing. But I think what you're saying is like, their affect was such like well well it's irresponsible and and uh and uh, crazy and disrespectful yeah. to say that bush did 911 whereas it could be Precisely. this other thing Precisely. where it's like okay well the fact that you're going to the trouble to say this what do you think you're defending and why right yeah yeah, yeah. just kind of like there was there was a there was a kernel in that of like i have to be this paragon of responsibility even when we're talking about George W. Bush, who believe me, I hate, but we have to be we have to be faithful to to logic and facts, you know. We can't just we can't just we can't just say out loud that a that a that a U.S. president or his right, or his, right. or his cabinet members would 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 actually do such a heinous yeah. thing to 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 his own citizens, like like there there was there was a right, and that's shitty. A, Whereas you're a, saying the ecstatic truth. Is like if Bush didn't do nine eleven, he might as well have done nine eleven. Right. Yeah. Like there's there's like spiritually. Yeah. In terms of moral culpability, no difference. Yeah. In, yes. Yes. Like like the the apparatus of the state is is so powerful and so like willing to to like like sacrifice whoever. Mm-hmm. Like like there is there is no like they were glad nine like, eleven happened and that's basically all the all yes, the evidence yes. you need. Yeah. That's that that yes, exactly. Like like the, the effect of, of the windfall upon like 
like the U.S. government and, and the security state, like like all of all of that, like that's like that's, I, and I guess that's what that's what got me about it because because the kernel in that um, in that statement that there is such a difference, that there is such a distinction, does kind of belie a like an enduring faith in the nobility of the core of the American project, and I I I, I don't. And I don't really, Do you really think, have any I actually, I actually find that because I think I know the person you're talking about. And in my view, this person is like, uh, when, it, when it comes to uh, uh, like uh, bloviating about politics or, or whatever social or cultural issue, like to me, they're just empty. And, and everything they say mm. is just a form of posturing in my interpretation of the scene you're you're uh, uh recounting is someone who wants to give the appearance of someone who is uh supremely mature and supremely responsible um and sort of above uh this this sort of uh you know uh uh trendy engagement with conspiracy theory or whatever uh but i would be surprised mm-hmm. to hear that they have a that that a facet of their personality is a sort of like uh, um, a sort of uh, abiding faith in American institutions. I would think that they're sort of uh, what what they prioritize always is the right kind of uh, performative affect, and that their radar would have picked up on the fact that that's not at least in his circles a fashionable posture, so he wouldn't strike that posture. Right. Right. But maybe I'm either giving them too much credit. Uh, or I could be wrong, and they actually do have like kind of a, a naive devotion to those institutions. But I don't know what's what's your take. Yeah, I I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, we were all we were all cringe once. Like like we both we both liked Barack Obama. We sure. all you know we we kind of we had these these kind of youthful periods. Well, how long ago was just, this conversation? Uh, probably. Three years, three, four. Yeah, so years. I feel like by that time this person would have gotten the memo. But I guess maybe, maybe yeah. I'm uh, projecting just kind of broadly. Again, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, or maybe I'm assuming they're more yeah. in my own micro bubble than they actually are. But uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I think I think like where like um, did they support Bernie Sanders? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I assume. I mean, yeah. it's it's a and and like and like you would find you would find people like that kind of in the Bernie orbit who who kind of who earnestly do kind of like want a a better world but who kind of lack the the ability to take that step where you can kind of admit that the where you can like kind of kind of take true stock of like the 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 pure evil at the heart I guess of I could like see how, this person yeah, I could see them kind of having the the sort of uh at the buffet line of of uh curating their personality. I could see them like being hip enough to be like a Bernie person, but they also still have like uh I, I imagine they were like a little too scandalized by Trump for your taste or something like that. And they probably and and, <laughs> and they probably have like like they're not someone uh, who would be able to just like kind of earnestly admit that like 
Trump is like funny and it's cool that he makes uh, the libs mad or something. Like I could see sure, this person sure. having some like MSNBC Russiagate DNA in them, you know, and like right, and like right. thinking Robert Mueller was cool for a minute in 2017 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'll have I, I have I have a I have a story about this. I'll have to tell you later. But <laughs> why can't oh, you tell boy. it now? What a, Oh, I, 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 I don't want. You can't I, tease I, the yeah, audience yeah. like that. Anyway. Just they don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Tell the story. Oh boy, um, it's <laughs> it's uh, well, I, I guess it's less of a it's less of a story than an object, uh-huh. which is why I don't want to say it out loud because it is just like a very funny object that this person just owned. Describe it. And what is war. it? Uh, oh boy. No, oh, come on! You have to. It'll no. give it. It'll. It'll give the whole thing away. Anyway, it's. <laughs> oh, it's, come it's, on! No, no. Anyway, they don't listen. It's like maybe, <laughs> maybe not though. Um, They're not going to know from the com- the conversation you recounted. Then what's the object? I can't. I can't say, dude. I can't say. It's. It's too powerful. Describe. It's just too powerful de- de- and hilarious. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> and describe. Just, and all right, content. fine. Don't describe it exactly, but describe something that it might as well be. What would be? Okay. What would be like a? Uh, what would um, be like a good comparison? A good comparison would be a, um, like a a uh, a. Like a stylish leather jacket, okay. So like a like or 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 and and on the back of the leather jacket, um, it just says, um, vote <laughs> or or it or it All right, you know, oh, you know what I mean? Wow, like like a you know like like a like a cool you know or or like the the. It's so you know like the like the fake maga hats that say like um you know make america kind again Yeah 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 So it, it it's it's like that but it's resistance uh, kitsch dumber yeah yes yes Dumber than that like, Wow It was dumber than that yeah. <laughs> Oh god you can yeah. I mean cuz the, cuz the funny the funny part about fake maga hats is that they like effectively they are maga hats like they're not Yeah you know, you, you would have to get close enough to someone to read the text and think like, like, oh, oh, it's not right. that it's something else, you know, but, you know, just kind of uh, I'll say this. Yeah, I'll say this. Just, if you're worried that this person is listening, if they habitually listen to this podcast that I co-host, <laughs> then they deserve to hear you sharing uh, this embarrassing fact uh, about them. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, they probably uh, want it. They probably listen because uh, they have a fucking humiliation fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy, ah, uh, man, I, I, I kind of, I kind of, part of that I think is like, you know, like, like we all, we all went to school, and and like m- me, I think, like I, I I've kind of given up. My ins- like my like my aspirations to, you know, like make it in the art world. Like I've kind of I've kind of given up my my intentions to like ever, like make a movie really or or like you know try to swim in those circles, and and like I don't know. Like you can you can go a couple of ways if you if you are if you are 
kind of committed to to making it you can there is there is like one of the options is to just like surround yourself with like just kind of like just a sea of toxic positivity. It's like, yes, like we're all, True. we're all makers. We're going to suck we're up. Gonna, we're going to yeah. get out there. We're going to, yeah. And that is that guy's think, vibe. Think it's, it's like, you can't, a, and that's, and that's one of the things that really rubbed me the wrong way about this person is that like, it's like, uh, you know, uh, a friend to all is a friend to none basically. Right. Mm, Where it's like, mm, yeah. it's like, uh, what can you fault this person with? beyond sometimes being embarrassing what have they ever done to me you know that's kind of the place that you're at right now and i was at a similar place but the thing is this and i think i've talked about this before on the podcast is that i look at that and like i just see a person who is um calculating you know and mm. maybe not calculating mm-hmm. in a way that's like explicitly uh, cutthroat, but calculating nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Like someone who mm-hmm. will only like admit to disliking a person if that person has like done something like explicitly bad enough that it's like totally safe to say you dislike that person. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Like, yes, like yes, yes. they'll only say they dislike someone if the act of disliking them will help them accrue more social capital. Uh, whereas otherwise, mm. the default is liking everybody for the sake of, of social capital or for the sake of reinforcing something about their self-conception or, uh, uh, sure. or for careerist purposes, as you were saying. You know, he was... Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's you the know, main it's, thing. It's, it's, like, it's, it's phony and like that impulse. It's one thing to just kind of be a nice person or even someone who's mm-hmm. like nice to a fault and like kind of a, an overly eager, uh, like kind of people pleaser, maybe someone who's like a people pleaser to the extent that it's like kind of off-putting or annoying, but that's not really who this person mm-hmm. is. This is someone who's just kind of like, they're, they're networking every hour of their life, even in like their kind of yep. uh, private one-on-one sessions with other people. And for those reasons, because of that perception of mine, um, I can enjoy this person's company. I could even like aspects of this person. I can even find this person, um, uh, they may have like a pretty good sense of humor and they may be uh, Mm -hmm. like pretty eloquent and and perhaps like a good host or something. Um, But at the end of the day, I don't respect them. And with me, Mm -hmm. I inevitably reach like a breaking point where it's like liking someone isn't enough. I can't be their friend if I don't respect them. And then inevitably... Like I just get, I, I get too frustrated because also the more time I spend with that person, the closer I get in terms of sort of social proximity, uh, the more like those fissures are augmented and the harder it is for me to rationalize it. Again, even if it isn't a cardinal sin, it's like, all right, this person's supposed to be my friend, which means I'm supposed to approve of this person on a sort of like moral, spiritual level. Um, and right. the closer I get to this, the more I'm like bothered by these things as they become increasingly apparent, how do I square that? And then it reaches a point where like, I can't, and I have to like, like yeah. either blow it yeah. up or just kind of quietly separate myself from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, these, uh, these are, these are 
Also, um, will yeah. you will you commit to sharing whatever the object was on the Patreon? <laughs> yes, I will. So All right, we're going to hold him to that. Head on over. Head on over to head on over to patreon.com slash feeling well, where for just five dollars a month you can you can have the curtain pulled back on this on this lascivious detail. Um, I'm curious, could you give me because that was kind of uh, that was kind of an unexpected one for me, but could you give me like uh, like a different example of a time when they, they kind of uh, ruffled your feathers? Um Maybe one that isn't related to like politics or current events. Are there any that's just kind of more personal or social? Uh, not not that I really want to get into. It's like, you know, not not you know, it, it's it's you can't approximate. Yeah, well, well, I, I would I would prefer not to approximate on the podcast if that's uh, right. if that's if that's. Well, what's another example? Right, but, just to paint a, a, a different facet. <laughs> um. Uh, well, <laughs> I can tell Lloyd's got some good ones. Uh, well, hmm. my mind's my mind's blank. Or it could be somebody moment. else. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep uh, I'll keep turning it over. Hmm. Oh, oh. Uh, there. This is this is a different guy, but it's kind of in the same group. Sure. Um, and this was. Like, well, I mean, this, well, this guy is just like a disgusting slob, mm-hmm. which, you know, like different, different but person. You're currently, but just like really, you're currently still friends with them? No, no. This is a, this is a different guy in that group that like, but, the, but that like I am friendly with. And if I, and right. if I were to meet you didn't him have a, you didn't have an official, at an event, you didn't have an official falling out. No, no. But just like one of the, one of the least pleasant guys i've ever met just like so um i want i wonder if you can i wonder if you can figure out who i'm talking about just by uh is it the guy is it the guy you mentioned ages ago who like you you were like the only person crewing on their senior film and it was oh no no start in it Um, so you can kiss some some uh, attractive poor young impressionable uh female actor oh my god I that's that's a different guy. I I don't I do not talk to that guy anymore. I've I have not seen that guy in years. Right. He is like. Well, what uh, was the deal with whoever you were thinking of just now? He, um, like, like this is this is a this is a person with like 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 no no sense of like hygiene or uh like just eats so much like cured meat. That he just kind of like stinks of grease wow. all the time through the pores and carcinogens the, just farting just out of his pores. Through the pores. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember like he like this was this was one of the few people like I I I graduated from our alma mater and he asked me to like do props for his senior film as a I was like a twenty twenty two or twenty three oh, so year old someone, at that this point. Is someone and, who's a little bit younger than you. Yeah, a little bit younger. You like to do and that. Like, You'd like to he, hang around with the underclassmen after you graduated. What was that about? They keep they keep pulling me back in. They're like, <laughs> yeah, we we, we 
Let's 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 get Lloyd back yeah. in here. We uh, to this day, I suppose, no, no. right now, recording this podcast. But uh, yeah, I, right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You uh, you you know the 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 youth of the youth of America just just kind of came. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, man, it's making me it's making me sad thinking about this. It, it, this was like, um, get to the story. What happened? Like, uh, like I, I, he had me. He he asked me to do like props and costumes for for this, for this uh, senior film of his. And like, since when is that a thing you, you do? Know, it's not. Like I, I he, he just <laughs> he just uh, decided to ask me to yeah. do it. It was like yeah, like like Lloyd is Lloyd is a is a um, resourceful like a, guy, like an industrious yeah. man. Yeah, like he can he can do all this and like uh, the big the big set piece was he he was going to have a like a band do a performance in a in a garage um and uh and like he wanted he wanted speakers for the uh for the garage and so i was going to make some fake speakers and uh and like his his like his his dad picked me up from the train station and i got all these i got all these big cardboard boxes with me and i'm wow I'm what like, a pain in the ass you know bringing them around and uh and i i remember like i i brought him i brought them to his house where he was filming and like you know i i, I get them all set up and then i have to leave because i have to i have to you know i have to uh um i have to work the next day and i didn't i didn't find out until um, until much later, when I when I saw the film, that he that he decided just to not use them, <laughs> that he just decided not to not to right. use them at all, and uh, and that kind of that was like the that kind of like it, it, that 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 poisoned the well for that uh, for that relationship. But but thank God, you know. Yeah. What I a, mean, that's more of an example is, of someone is, just kind of taking advantage of you and being a dick. But yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever had a real falling out um, with anyone? Have you ever had like a friend breakup? Mm. Not with someone who wasn't like a romantic partner. So no, not um, really. Not really, no. Interesting. No. I remember there was there was once when I was a kid and like there was a there was a um a boy that I'd been friends with. I, stop me if I've told you the story already, but it was a like you know, he was he was my he was my friend. Like our, our our parents were friends, and so you know we would we would play together when we were little kids. And then, like when middle school came around, and and you know suddenly he was he was too good for that. He was too good to to hang around with with a with a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember being I remember feeling so betrayed. And I was gonna write I was gonna write him a letter. Wow. I was gonna I was gonna write this person a letter, being like I I hereby officially end our friendship because <laughs> clearly. Because clearly you don't care about me anymore. This was middle school, you say? And, uh, I was I was in elementary school, oh, okay. but he'd, he'd gone yeah. on to middle school. So I mean, childhood's not was, really uh, the same, but that's funny though. Well, no, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, how many how many uh, falling outs have you had with uh, with with good friends? Oh boy. I mean, I guess define good friends, but I feel like mine have been well documented on the podcast, but. Uh, yeah. Since mm-hmm. since what time? Uh your age of majority, I suppose. What does that mean? 18, 18 oh. on. Let me think. 18 on. Uh Uh at least 4. I might be forgetting some. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So these are like these are like good friends 
and it's just detonated um i mean not necessarily ending in like a dramatic fashion but just kind of like a yeah some form of conscious decoupling as our friend gwyneth paltrow would say yeah Uh, but um yeah i guess to find and did they all to find good friends some of them uh, some good friends but you know people that i would Mm -hmm. hang out with on a consistent basis for a number of years um sure but sure but yeah um this is uh this is unrelated but you reminded me uh talking about your childhood i was uh i uh are you gonna see your family for thanksgiving i am yeah yeah well i'm gonna probably uh leave to uh, long island tomorrow but i was uh i forget how this conversation came up but we were i was kind of talking to someone about just kind of uh how your parents uh, raised you and whatever and about how my mother basically her approach to everything like whatever may be uh just ranging from everything that's like kind of dangerous to just naughty that a child could do or or what could happen to a child her strategy was always to be like as intense and graphic about it as possible to like kind of Mm. scare or shame you away and i remember Mm. like such a classic line just seared into my memory that she would say it was like her catchphrase as regards like stranger danger would be like you know Mm. she would have like whatever preamble like you should never talk to strangers you know, if we're out in public and you leave my side, and she, 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 she always told me like a stranger will kidnap you and he will chop you up and put you down the drain. That's what she would oh. always say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my she God. Said, stra- she <laughs> said, strangers want to kidnap you and chop you up and put you down the drain. And just like every oh, word of that sentence is so seared in my memory, which is weird. Cause it's like, that's not even a thing that people say. You know, like, no, and like, that's also no. not really a thing that even like serial killers do, like the specificity. Right, of they it. don't make you into a ragu. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, yeah. Was, like, I guess I would always picture like the kitchen sink and it's like, so they're going to chop me so <laughs> fine that I could fit down the kitchen sink. They're going to mince my that's entire a lot body. Of chopping. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to. And like, I think even as a child, I did. I mean, perhaps there was some time that I did, but like for most of my childhood, I feel like I didn't even like necessarily take it at face value but just something about like kind of the energy of that statement i feel like kind of like like made an impression on me and was like kind of upsetting to me Mm. just like hearing that just like having that sort of having that illustration creating an image of in my head of like being chopped up and put down the the drain by a strange man i feel like that that Uh was something that in some small way uh affected my development you know it was it was a vibe Mm. and it was not a good one you know no no there's always been a a a small kind of nagging fear of being chopped up so fine that you can be you know that you're there in like a like a mirepoix you know you got your onions your carrots your celery and you got your ralph he's not he's not the least bit he's not the least bit worried about clogging his drain not a bit, yeah. not a bit. That's going down smooth, you know. No Drano required. That's right. That's just, how uh, just, that's how good of a job yeah. he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't blame you for being a bit traumatized by that. I, 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 I would, I would, you know, I, I remember being kind of paralyzed by thoughts of of uh, of of 
pain and death when I was a kid. And, and you know, oh, I was very no, afraid uh, for for the longest time. I was I was uh, afraid of the dark, and I would just sort of lie awake. I would like struggle against sleep, like literally every night, and just like oh. just like in my suburban home, just like listening, and just like the ambient sounds of like the house breathing and the floorboards, just like every creak would put like a little bit of fear mm. in my heart. And I would have just these terrible fantasies of like a man coming in and like murdering me in my bed with a knife, you know, like I was afraid of that for some reason. Yeah. And then finally I just reached well, an sure. age where it, it just, it just stopped. But for the longest time, like I would think about like how I would evade murder in my bed, like mm-hmm. which side would I like roll off of and like try to escape this man or whatever. And, uh, right. that was just for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, just, and from inside, just like a rather large, just, uh, tranquil suburban home. But for some reason I, I had internalized that irrational fear, you know, that's interesting. At, at a certain point you have to decide that it is worth, it is more, it is more, it is worth getting a good night's sleep to let your guard down. Mm -hmm. Like you have to stop caring about it. Like you have to kind of give yourself up to the possibility that like a murderer may enter your home and just, uh, just to put a kitchen knife between your ribs one night Mm -hmm. because you've let your guard down because you do not, you do not kind of like devote your, your, your time and your energy to self-preservation. Right. You've you've kind of you've kind of that's the Lloyd Howell approach are, to life. You are trusting. Yeah, whatever's coming yeah. is coming. If you want to chop me up and put me that's down the drain, that's not yeah. my business. Yeah, they buddy, yeah. you'd be doing him a favor. And uh, yeah, you do you, pal. <laughs> um, if you doing you is is entering my house and and turning me into a sauce, then have at it. Uh, who, who who am I to say anything <laughs> about that? That's and uh, hey, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> You know, yeah. But uh, <laughs> folks, if you want me to have a happy Thanksgiving, uh, head on over to Patreon.com for just five dollars a month. You get double the content and access to our archives. Lloyd will share um, more mortifying secrets about his friends, um, oh, and God. we'll say some slurs, some real ones. And uh, in the meanwhile, yeah, you can ones. follow the podcast on Twitter at Feeling Well Pod. You can follow me at Hey Ralph Man. You can follow Void at Void Gardener. Lloyd, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Ralph. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.